This is the show-off. It's the collab you didn't know you needed. The unholy union of two powerhouses of Australian media. Pedestrian and the Batuta Advocate. Taking a savage swipe at the week in entertainment news. Anything you missed. And everything you give a shit about. I'm Josie Rosenberg-Clark, Head of Editorial at Pedestrian. I'm Effie Bateman, Lifestyle and Entertainment Reporter at The Batuta Advocate. And I'm Stacey Oakshave, City News Reporter here at The Batuta Advocate. Today on the show off, we'll be discussing the reckoning of Ashton Kutcher or the latest Kardashian tea, Kanye West's obsession for public humiliation, and look, it really wouldn't be an interesting week in pop culture without someone being accused of being on Ozempic. Let's get into it. Before we get started on our top stories for today, we need to give a little bit of a shout out to our girl Josie, who is leaving Pedestrian and therefore this podcast. Barely holding it together. (laughs) It's getting me an emotional one. Tasmania. Tasmania, Mm -hmm. because you know how sweaty I am? Yes. I figured I needed to move to the coldest place in Australia, (laughs) so I never sweat again. They don't have sweat. They don't have cockroaches. Mm -hmm. It's a perfect place for me. And you're close to your family then, I'm guessing? Yes, my mum lives down there. Okay. Free babysitting. I was trying to make an incest joke. (laughs) (laughs) That's where my mind was going as well. (laughs) I know. I said the other day, she really have a sibling for Rosa, you know, so she Mm. can get married. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but we're going to be very upset. Yes. You know, I'm not going to be hearing about your Harry Potter fanfic mm-hmm. or how much you want to bang Gary Oldman. Mm-hmm. I know. Who am I going to tell? I know. You'll have to message. You'll have yeah. to send in some voice notes. Just voice note yeah. era. But I will really miss this. Oh. I don't want to talk about I know. I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. Let's talk about something else. Okay. 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 Let's talk about obsessions. <laughs> what yes. are we all obsessed with this week? Well... Mm. I have been getting into old Vice documentaries and I watched one and it really stuck with me. So I've heard about this Japanese cannibal killer before. Mm. His name is... So <laughs> <laughs> deeply you. Who's going to tell me about Japanese cannibal killers? I know, killers? I know. Voice note me, please. I will, I will. His name is Izzy Sagawa and he murdered a... Dutch student in 1981 in France and what happened in this documentary kind of went into like he became famous he killed and cannibalized this student mm-hmm. he was caught putting the body in a river and he's very obviously was the killer but at the time people were like you know what we don't want to waste our tax dollars on this they're going to deport him back to Japan mm. so he gets deported back to Japan um, and because the French declared him insane and Japan declared him normal, he just got away with it. So there was some sort of loophole where he didn't serve any jail Oh, time. so he didn't get done. Nothing what? happens. Anyway, in this documentary, he's kind of lamenting how hard life was for him. He couldn't get a job, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, mate, you've just <laughs> killed someone. Yeah. And all, he, all he's thinking about is, you know, I was just having a tough time. Anyway, this company reaches out to him and says, we'll give you $20,000 to write about murder. So he writes about the killings Mm. and he starts getting uh, more jobs for other books and starts making all this money and a media career out of being a killer. And even in this book, there's photos of this poor woman. Mm. People are coming up to him and getting him to sign copies of it. No, 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 Um, no. He even gets... Does he he admit to doing it? Yeah, it's just blatantly known that he's like, I have killed and eaten this woman. Mm. Um, And he just becomes this this celebrity in Japan. He even gets involved in a snuff porn film where they don't even tell the actress 
that he is a cannibal oh killer. Oh, my God. And he's just, it's just like this, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, there's Izzy. Just, yeah, he killed someone. And he made this whole career and livelihood oh out of getting away with, with murder. It's a wonder he never had the compulsion to do it again. I think he did because in this short doco, it kind of goes through, he's always had the fascination with young women, um, especially like K-pop stars. But you see him oh no, like regularly hide. just hanging out with young women and talking about them in a really creepy way. But I don't think he murdered anyone again, but he definitely harbored those desires and talked well, so about them a lot. He's obsessed with K-pop. So is, <laughs> do you, we think he's going to be at like a Blackpink concert being like, woo. Actually, he's dead now, <laughs> oh. but he lived to the age of 73. God. Did he ever get to appreciate um, Blackpink? You'd say, hope so. I would say I would say he did. I would say he would have really number loved one fan he was. Yeah. That story's cooked. No, it makes it, it's deeply <laughs> upsetting because it didn't even happen that long ago, yeah. and he yeah made money out of mm. murder. And there was no justice for that woman's death. No, There's no. like the poor family, family as well. Seeing that this this guy was just this mini celebrity and profiting and becoming he was a profiting household. off it. Yeah. 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 And whinging that he, you know, his life so hard. That his life is yeah. so hard. Yeah. Imagine a murderer being a narcissist. I'm shocked. I know, I right? I am obsessed this week with The Real Housewives, uh, particularly The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City because season four has just come back. And I'm just a big, big fan of Real Housewives. I, But this one is especially good because not only are they batshit crazy, but they're also either Mormons or yes yeah, so they're oh. either Mormons or they they've left the Mormon church yeah so they're like they're, it's just it's adding another layer so That's interesting. interesting and they're all as i said a bit unhinged which every good housewife mm. should be mm. i think um but like for example the last season it left off Jen Shaw who was one of the housewives just got sentenced to 6 years prison for wire fraud Oh. Yes. How does how does that work? So she was um pretty much like doing a scheme where she, her and her assistant and other people would call up elderly people and convince <gasps> no. them to give um them their money for like I think it was some type of like degree or something that you just never I think use. that's the worst type of yeah. fraud yeah. is targeting the elderly. And yeah. it was all elderly and people who maybe were a bit disabled. Yeah, that, that, that is horrible. She deserves far more well, than six years. Yeah. And if you see on the show, this is why it's so interesting because it all goes down, even her arrest, she lives the most lavish lifestyle and then has like the most expensive house, expensive items and everything and then you find out that was all funded I know. Oh God, and she, she only a Mormon? got six years. And she only got six years. Is she a Mormon as well? Yes. And she's obviously not a very good <laughs> one. <laughs> um, she but doesn't drink, but she does defraud no, all people they, out of their money. They all drink as well. And they all, <laughs> it's just, they just say they're Mormons, but yeah. they don't really, I don't know. Like claim I can't believe she is. got more time in prison than the cannibal killer. Yeah. No. <laughs> That's nuts. I know. <laughs> Well, I am excited because one of my favourite shows just came back to Netflix. My favourite Norwegian TV show, of which there are many. There are none. There's literally <laughs> just this. But it's kind of annoying because it came back and, like, Julian and I were really excited. Ragnarok's back, third season, third and final. Let's watch and we can pack some boxes. No, we can't because it's subtitles. It's all in Norwegian. <laughs> so we, like, started packing our box. I'm like, wait, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Let's go back. But it's kind of a nice excuse and that's why I think I like this show 
to sit, put your phone down. I know, gasp, put your phone down mm, while you're on the lounge <laughs> and actually watch and engage with a show. Mm. It's Anyway, it's a really good show. I feel like I think it's like high quality because it's got subtitles. But I, I remember saying to him, I wonder if this is like Riverdale in Norway. <laughs> like, no, I, I assume anything like really cheesy. with subtitles. I'm like, I'm smart. I'm like, I'm this. so smart. What I'm this? so cultured. What's the streaming platform that it's on? It's on Netflix and it's basically about this small town in Norway. This family comes back. Basically, they used to live there and then they're, they're, the father of the family died in mysterious circumstances. But the mum and the two boys come back. They're high schoolers. And there's kind of two plots running at the same time. Basically, this big, rich family run all these kind of industrial plants in the town. And there's this suspicion that they're polluting, like, the water in the area. And at the same time, the older brother realizes he finds out that he's Thor, the god of thunder. That's (laughs) pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So it's this gods versus giants um, narrative. Mm while dealing with high school staff so he like has a crush on a girl but also I'm Thor and there's like mysterious people in the town whose like eyes go all white and they get like messages is this from a beyond. CW show it feels like it would be in Norway yeah, it's but it's it's not it's like it's a really? Norwegian Netflix it's show kind of maybe it's CW Wizards there. of Waverly Place but <laughs> yes but it's like but for know, adults. it feels quality yeah mm. and yeah it is quite gory it's yeah. definitely for adults mm. but it's really good it kind of like ties up I guess like uh, his historical stuff with climate change. Oh, it's wow. kind of weird, Ooh. but and I, don't, I can't remember why we pressed play because I don't think anyone else watches it. It's not like yeah. we got a recommendation of like watch Ragnarok. I think we're like Ragnarok. Is that like a Marvel thing? And then we looked at it. We're like that actually sounds pretty cool. And then yeah. we we're hooked. It's the third and final season. Oh, and everyone's really like cute and Norwegian. There's like ah. sexy Do Norwegian people. Do they have the, the cute Norwegian? Yeah. So is there any diversity in there? Um, yes, there actually oh, is. Good. And there's some like queer characters as well. Oh, so nice. it is actually, yeah, there is some diversity. Speaking. Not everyone is blonde and like blue-eyed. First up in our top stories today, I want to chat with you guys about Ozempic because it's just come out that the Danish company that makes the drug, Novo Nordstik, is now Europe's biggest publicly listed company and it's estimated to be $323 billion. Which is a lot of money. That, that is, is a lot, lot of money. money. A lot of money. What other drugs does this company make? Any other big hitters? So it's mainly – it's insulin and diabetic right. medicine they make. But funny enough that you say that because the company's been around for 100 years. Yeah, and all of a sudden it's popping off now. They hadn't really been making big revenue. I think they were in like a little bit of hot water for a bit. But ever since they switched to... Uh, I guess, marketing it as a diabetic drug Mm. and more towards, you know, weight loss, did the sales start to kick off? Yeah. So it's overtaken um, French luxury brand um, LVMH, which does Louis Vuitton and all those Mm. lovely designer brands that we all love. But I think I should preface by saying, for the people who don't know what Ozempic is, basically it's a drug. Uh, for it's meant for people with type 2 diabetes and users are meant to inject it into themselves once a week and 
it's supposed to suppress appetite. Well, not suppose, it does suppress appetite. And it mimics, because I never really knew, I was like, how does it actually mm. work? Like, mm. how do you lose weight from it? So it's meant to mimic the action of the gut hormone called GLP-1 that is released after eating. So basically, you're not hungry ever. Right. Yeah, so you just don't eat. Yeah, so it has like... It had wholesome intentions. Yes. <laughs> but it's been co-opted. But it's been <laughs> transformed thanks to celebrities like Kim Kardashian, Mindy Kaling, Elon Musk. But is this – do we know that they're taking it or is this well, that Well, obviously this is all alleged. Yes. None of them have come forward and said this. Mm. I mean, Elon Musk did admit to it. Mm. He, twi- he tweeted about it. And so did Roxy Jasenko, Aussie PR. Mm. Oh, yeah, she Roxy did. Roxy Jasenko, she – posted about it last week yeah but she said she injected herself like three doses in one go yeah and overdosed i'm like sure why yeah, are you doing but that she said she was like a fiend for it she she called herself a junkie which is a bit problematic mm. but yeah she, she like spoke out about it which say what we will about her i was like at least she's being honest yeah. about it like yeah. so many people are just like oh i'm suddenly 30 kilos lighter yeah. it's because just i work at the gym all the time yeah. just like stop drinking fizzy drinks which yeah. is not that's not the right message to put out there no. to people that look up to you or they're like i'm this is the product that i've just launched and this is how i lost yes. the weight oh, it's <laughs> the gummies that i'm yeah. eating or it's like shapewear that's why i look yeah. so skinny Kim with her skims <laughs> well so much so now every time i see that a celebrity has lost weight i my mind I'm i know like, Ozempic. Ozempic. i know post malone the other day i'm like Ozempic. yeah i think adele was the big one where everyone's yeah. like oh that's Ozempic. yeah mm. yeah well look now we can add allegedly (laughs) (laughs) Chris Jenner to that list so fans are now speculating that she is also the latest Kardashian member to be taking the drug Uh, she uploaded some lovely photos of herself on holiday in Tuscany where she looks very skinny Mm. have you guys had a chance to look at the yeah yeah and she's 67 Mm. which you know, after you, especially after you've gone through menopause, it is really fucking hard mm. to lose weight. To lose weight. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Having, you know, I've spoken to my mum about it and my mum eats like a bird and she's mm. like, no matter what I do, I mean, she doesn't go exercising or anything, but she doesn't eat much. Mm. She's like, it's just, it's, I never used to be like this. After menopause, just, you, you get, you gain a lot of weight. Mm. Um, and Doesn't your metabolism slow down? It slows down yeah. a lot. Something to look forward to, ladies. Yeah, mine's already like a snail's pace, so that's great news. Can't cool. wait to be sixty-seven. Another thing to look forward. I'm to. just. I want to be fat and happy at sixty-seven. Mm. Like, I, whenever I see these celebrities, like Kris Jenner or like J Lo, Kate Beckinsale, like they look great, but I'm like, you guys don't eat bread. Like Heidi Klum <laughs> releasing yeah. her calories per day a few weeks ago. It was oh like nine hundred, eight hundred calories a day. Oh my god! Is that like you are not happy i'm sorry no you wouldn't yeah. be, you would no. be angry all the yes. time yeah yeah i mean she's always been quite trim mm. but it's just like the sudden drop is mm. where this when it's when it's quickly from. at that yeah. age that's why it's yeah. yes just say it yes just admit it i think that a lot of them are on shit that we've everyday people have never heard of yeah like mm. i've heard that you know a lot of male actors even early 20s they're already put on minoxidil and finasteride, even if they don't have signs of hair loss, as a preemptive strategy to make sure that they have gorgeous hair all the time. So there's just all these things going on. They have access to things. Mm. Like what Kim Kardashian 
said she goes, she has an MRI machine that she um, what uses. At home. <laughs> no, that she has access to multiple times a year to check on things. Oh, my God. Imagine just being able to go, I'm going to go see if there's anything going on my yeah, body yeah. for fun. For funsies. For funsies. <laughs> um, you know what would be great if Chris, if Christiana really put her little marketing hat on, not that she already... She does just already. Put an extra she put hat an on. extra hat <laughs> on. She on could almost <laughs> partner up with the company. Yeah, and yeah. Kim could be Kazempic. Kazempic or Kazempic with a K at the yeah. end. Yeah, rebrand. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of um, Chris Jenner, mm. uh, she's been working very hard on her new project, Project Kylie. Yeah, uh, I'm sure everyone has seen it all over social media. The PDA spectacle that's been going down. Yeah, all of a sudden with. Timothée Chalamet, mm-hmm. Timmy. our friend, yeah. friend of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just like all of a sudden, which there's it's some a people lot. in the office that are like, maybe they're actually together. I'm like, no. no. Yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry. Nothing that Chris Jenner is tangentially involved with is real. Yeah. I'm sorry. Call me cynical. No, I agree. I don't believe it. I agree. I don't believe it for a second. They've been seen suddenly three times around New York. Hooking up. Hooking kissing. up really. Is it because, is his career having a little bit of a lull, you reckon? Well, he's got Wonka coming out. Which you know? got. Oh, the panned, trailer for but... that is quite <laughs> disturbing. I think he needs a little boost, maybe. Mm. I don't know. I don't know why he's doing it, but I don't believe it. Well, I have a couple of theories. Okay. So, I agree. I think it's PR, definitely. My reasons are. She's got this whole new look aesthetic going on. Mm. She's now that she's not with Travis anymore. She's got this like new clean girl image. She's yep. got like picnic at hanging rock. Have mm. you seen that photo shoot she did mm. with the picnic basket? Yeah. Like when would have we ever seen Kylie never having a casual so been picnic? Like- body con yeah. and everything. Like she wouldn't be able to sit on the ground to have a picnic because yeah. everything's just been very tight mm. yeah she's very much leaning into the quiet luxury yes thing and i think that tim perfectly pairs mm. tim i'm calling him tim, tim. <laughs> my mate tim <laughs> T-Dog. tc what up and timmy um i think he kind of yeah pairs up mm. with well, that like very dream boy face of chanel like he's all mm. my second reasoning is i just don't think they're each other's type no and even not. looking at the pda it looks very forced. Yes. It doesn't look they don't like look comfortable together. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> and no. like, given that the original rumors were that it had been happening since the start of the year or whatever. Yeah, like six months ago. That's like by that point, you'd be quite comfy with each other. Yeah. And like look relaxed. Yeah. It's almost like he doesn't know what to do with his hands when they're yeah. around her. And it's just a yeah. bit awkward. Maddie on the pedestrian team is like, they have just met for the first time this week. Yeah. Like, yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah. And my third and main reason is there's rumours that she's starting a clothing line, Mm. right? So, and I have this theory that she's coming out with some type of like quiet luxury clothing range Mm. and I think this whole PR relationship Mm. is just going to add fuel to the fire. Yeah. Does she – but like does she need it? Like I I figure – She's got Isn't so many fire big like, enough. Yeah. Is yeah. But it maybe it's that different kind that like it gives her More cred. Than, yeah. Because he's like an Oscar nominated actor. He's like the face of Chanel. Like he's like the classy Yeah. Classy not with a K, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just yeah, it's bringing that different, different kind of vibe. Yeah. Well, I also I guess it depends as well like how 
what's the price point of this clothing line? Yes. Because if she's going for a, you know, not a mass-produced sheen kind of vibe and more of an elevated, she's going to have to live and breathe, I guess. That vibe. That vibe. Mm. Up next, there's some interesting theories floating around about what the fuck is going on with Kanye West and his wife, Effie. Yes. So in the past few weeks, there's been all these bizarre photos of Kanye West and Bianca Sensori going around including the images of them engaging in a rather intimate act on a boat in Italy. It actually wasn't Wendell. It was them. (laughs) Um, And the most recent ones, which show Bianca walking around in this skin bodysuit that makes her look naked, holding a pillow. And she's often barefoot as well. I've been looking at all these photos, and it's all very bizarre. So he'll be dressed very normally. He's usually Mm. very covered up from Mm. head to toe. Mm -hmm. She'll be looking miserable and wearing very revealing, very uncomfortable outfits, it's included like she wore this giant black body sock mm. which covered her entire face. She'll wear body tape or a full body stocking. Yeah. I don't know if I'm trying to alleviate responsibility by assuming that she's this unwilling pawn who's being abused because she did, you know, choose to be with Kanye West who's mm. notably not the best guy. Mm-hmm. But I was taking this deep dive on Reddit and came across this theory that Kanye – deliberately picked a woman who looks like Kim so he can publicly humiliate Kim. Oh, my God. Because um, oh. remembering back when Kim and Kanye were together, she also started dressing really differently and there was that yeah. Met Ball head-to-toe bodysuit mm-hmm. that was really out of character. Oh. And just seeing he's picked Bianca, who looked so much like Kim, yeah. but then hair's changed. Yeah, hair's uh, all cut off. All cut yeah. off. Almost like Cersei yeah, shame scene same. in Game of Thrones. That's what... The the photos with the cushion reminded me of. Yeah. And she was looking at him almost it's, for like approval or it's, something. I it's feel like it's, vibe. it's either some BDSM public kink, yeah. which you should not involve the public in your kinky no. stuff. Yeah. Or it's just this, he's got some Madonna whore complex. Yeah. He's got some weird things with dressing his women mm. to be submissive and humiliated. Because the outfit she's especially the pillow on the streets yeah it just it's weird yeah it's really it's weird. weird and i think it's sinister and i don't know if it's this co- coercive control yeah. but i, I think well, yeah, even in all the there. images and especially in that video of the boat incident she mm. does not look like she wants to be there mm. she looks like it looks yeah. quite forced yeah I mean, we don't know. We're just speculating. But yeah. we haven't really covered it at Pedestrian. Something is just off. And I feel like yeah. a lot of outlets are like, oh, look, she nearly looks naked. Let's publish these pics. And it's something such a just, touchy, it just feel yeah. like. Because like when Julia Fox does it, I'm like, that's Julia Fox. That's her thing. Yeah. Like, she's going to walk around wearing crazy outfits yeah. because that's that's her brand and yeah. you know seeing videos whenever like especially on seeing all the videos on tiktok i'm like oh this is just part of her like persona yeah. and mystique whereas with bianca she just looks miserable mm. all the time mm. julia also has a, a voice right where yeah. i don't think heard... i've ever seen no, or heard, heard her speak mm. or say i don't know it just seems like she doesn't have a voice in yeah what's happening to her yeah allegedly I just, <laughs> allegedly. Uh, I just think, yeah, he's got very complex issues. Yeah, he really does. Uh, and for our final story today, we've got some updates on the Ashton Kutcher reckoning, Josie. Mm. 
So drinking game of how many times we say allegedly in this episode. <laughs> I'm going to chuck a bunch in this one. <laughs> I will also give a heads up. We've got a bit of a content warning here for sexual assault and rape. But this story has carried over from last week. So it all began with Danny Masterson who played Hyde on that 70s show. Incidentally, my favourite character when I was young and watched it, I loved Hyde. He was sentenced to 30 years to life in prison for three counts of rape by force that occurred between 2001 and 2003. And this has been going on, like these um, allegations first came out in 2017. I've been it hearing was a about mistrial. It so it's, it's really dragged on a bit. After the sentence was handed down, so that was kind of the big story, but then it transpired that 50-plus people wrote these letters to the judge like before the trial and during the trial to kind of defend Masterson's character. Mm. And two of those people were his former co-stars, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis, who, of course, are a married couple now. And these, I remember we were hearing whispers of it because they were originally obtained by a journalist who put them on his substack, And we were like, okay, let's wait till these are verified. And then soon they were being widely reported on and people had the actual lines from the letters. So Ashton Kutcher said, quote, I wholeheartedly vouch for Danny Masterson's exceptional character and the tremendous positive influence he has had on me and the people around him. His dedication to leading a drug-free life and the genuine care he extends to others make him an outstanding role model and friend. And this absolutely got dragged because the case against Masterson involved him drugging the women that he assaulted. So it was just like... That is so off. It is so off. That is not it. I remember when we were hearing about the letters and we didn't even know the content. We were just like, that's not it Mm-mm. in the office. Ashton and Mila, like, don't write letters defending. Even if you're friends with him, don't write the letters. Do just stay out of it. Yeah. It has nothing to do with you. And Mila's letters echo those sentiments. She said Masterson was, quote, an exceptional older brother figure. To her because she was in that 70s oh. show as quite a young actress. 14, wasn't she? Yes. Oh, so the couple were absolutely slammed for getting involved, writing these letters, and they clearly felt like they needed to address it, which they did in a very painful mm. apology Ooh. video, which I'm sure you've both seen. Yes. Very scripted. They were all trying everything, to make it look like it wasn't scripted. Well, everything, but they're actors, so it was all... Everything down to what they wore, yeah. where they were positioned. <laughs> yeah. So... They're kind of against that, yeah. like wooden wall. Wooden, They're yeah. wearing like Rustic. T-shirts. She's got no make her hair. Well, she she does have makeup on, but it's very understated. Hair, hair back. back, yeah. So shout out to Matt XIV, who I follow on Twitter. He mm. is so funny. Mm-hmm. He said, "I know their PR team told them to sit in front of an innocuous, normal person-looking wall, <laughs> but unfortunately for them." I've also watched their Architectural Digest house tour and know exactly where this is filmed. So it's on the side of the house. So they yeah. would have been sitting on the ground yeah. on the, in they front of the, the side phone of the up house. On the overlooking the infinity pool. <laughs> exactly. In the Hollywood Hills. Their neighbours are like Harry Styles and... Yeah. Chris Jenner, and they're just like, here we are, just being so I just, I love the age of the internet where you can't get away with shit. Well, I'm almost as well picturing the publicist behind them with like almost like giant palm cards being like. look like. (laughs) Doesn't it look like they're reading? (laughs) She was reading off her cards. And he's like pointing like, say you're sorry. (laughs) Say we support victims. (laughs) Say it. But anyway, I'm just like, it was just. It, the apology it was also bad. wasn't it. So it's yeah. just like, no. Anyway, people just aren't getting away with shit at the moment. I'm I'm enjoying it because like we saw with Joe Jonas last week, it was the reckoning 
part two electric boogaloo. It was Ashton's turn. So after they posted the video, one of Danny Masterson's accusers went off mm. on Instagram. So her name's Chrissy Carnell Bixler. She was one of three women who accused Masterson of rape and she took two Instagram stories and just like went in. So on Saturday, can I just say time, good for her? Yeah, good. Mm. Yeah. Go off queen. So Saturday, her time, she wrote this cryptic message um, to them on her story. She claimed to know the quote secrets that Masterson keeps for Kutcher and alluded to a plan that was made in a phone call in February 2001. She said, I heard the plan. In my opinion, you're just as sick as your mentor, she wrote, referencing the character letter that um, Ashton Kutcher said where he said Masterson was his mentor. And the girlies, the true crime girlies will know what that date means. Yes. Because Ashton Kutcher's, well, woman he was dating, I want to say girlfriend, a woman that he was dating in 2001 was found murdered in her home. And I'm not implying that Kutcher had anything to do with this. <laughs> the killer was found to be a man named Michael Gargiulo and he was dubbed the Hollywood Ripper. He killed three women Gosh. around the time. But during the trial, Ashton Kutcher claimed he'd come late to pick her up for a date. She didn't answer the door. He left. He was just like, she's pissed off at me um, because I was late. And then he found out a few days, you know, in the following days that she'd been found dead in her home but Bixler is claiming that's not what, what went down at all that he went into the house because he did say during the trial oh I freaked out because my I fingerprints touched, yeah. were at her yeah. house because he'd been there before he touched like the door jam and he was like trying to look in the window didn't he say he saw he thought it was red, red wine, wine on the yeah. ground so online sleuths claim that there's a, the true crime girl they mm. claim there's more to this story some say that he knew she was dead and instead of calling the police he called his inner circle like mm. his his agent his manager Danny Masterson which we saw with Mary Kate Olsen when he Ledger died yeah. exactly so she wasn't done on Sunday she shared a clip from an episode of Punked which Ashton Kutcher mm-hmm. used to host and he says in it um, about Hilary Duff, who was 15 at the time. She's one of the girls that we're all waiting for to turn 18, along with the Olsen twins, speaking of Mary-Kate. Um, and it's like, it's, it was the early 2000s, you know, different time. But you know, like, the shitty thing underage is, girls. is that that was the running joke for a lot of people mm. back then. I remember the Olsen twins even had, I think, Josh Stamos even joked about it. John, they have John Stamos and he played their uncle. uncle I'm Jesse. pretty sure they had a countdown, had a countdown. for when Mary Kay Nash. Yeah, they had a countdown for Emma Lowen. Watson. Like they've all. Yeah. it's all just been this normal yeah. joke that mm. people have had, which yeah. is fucked up. Yeah, and of course, only for women. Yes. Mm. Yeah, I remember being in high school and some year 12 girls telling me, so I was in year seven. Some year 12 girls telling me that the year 12 boys called me potential. <laughs> because I had boobs. big boobs. I was 12. They mm. were like 17, 18. That's not. Mm. That's not and they were putting me on lay-by and stuff. It's really gross. <sighs> it's really, really gross. So then when she shared that, other people started sharing shit about Ashton. So the reckoning began. Another gross clip has re-emerged of him on a talk show reminiscing about taking a $10 bet from Danny Masterson that when there was like a kissing scene with Mila that he'd stick his tongue in like against, you know, without her consent. She was 14. He was 19. And, he and apparently didn't he try to 
do it. Yeah. But she kept her mouth closed. Yes. So she's like, uh, and she says in the clip, I was like a 14-year-old little girl. And I'm married to him now. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, and it's like, now it's like this, oh, funny first kiss story. But no, that's a grown Again, man. Yeah. It's like the, the grandma reminiscing about how they met. <laughs> yes. Getting kidnapped by yeah. your grandfather. <laughs> oh, it was so sweet. And you're like, grandma, no. No, that is not, it's not cool to be thrown in the boot of the car. <laughs> I think this also goes to show, I, I remember hearing that Topher Grace used to cop a lot of shit because he didn't hang out with the crew. Mm. And people used to make up rumors, oh, it's because he's a shitty guy and he thinks he's too good for everyone. But (laughs) one by one you found out like Lauren Pepperin, heavily involved Scientology, Wilder, dated multiple underage girls. Lindsay Lohan, yeah. Yeah. And then Masterson, obviously, like I'm like I'm seeing a trend here of potentially a lot of shitty people Mm. hanging out together. Yeah. And Topher was the right one. There's also, and I don't know how much we can say about Scientology without getting <laughs> knocked down, but Let's try. aren't they all Scientology? I'm pretty sure as well majority of the people who wrote those letters yes. were Scientologists. So I'm almost thinking like did the church maybe force or mm. strongly advise that these people send in letters and they willingly did thinking that no one would ever say Yeah, Well, that's, well, that's what yeah. they – in the apology video in inverted commas – they're like, oh, these were for the judge. They weren't like for everyone to Wait, see. Why would you admit kind that? Of makes it it's worse. Like, you shouldn't have said that. You're digging a hole. Yeah. yeah, actually digging a hole. Not it. Anyway, it kept going. Oh, by the way, if you guys ever want to uh, have a bad day, mm. look up the hundred celebrities that signed um, the letter about Roman Polanski. Oh yeah, oh. and you will see everyone's it's a, ruined. It's Meryl a, it Streep. ruins everyone. Like a lot of very popular celebrities signed that letter. Mm. Yeah. yeah, defending a man that had sex with a thirteen-year-old girl. Yeah. Sorry, you can't have sex with a thirteen-year-old girl when you're a grown man. Oh. Raped a thirteen-year-old girl yes. at a party. Anyway, Bixler wasn't done. Monday. So she did like four days of this. She continued her takedown of Kutcher. <laughs> she shared a cryptic notes app screenshot, my favorite kind I of screenshot, love that. to her Instagram story. Y'all want to ask Ashton Kutcher if he remembers that orchestrated meeting between himself, January Jones, Laura Prepon, and me that took place in Danny Masterson's living room, 998. I know the secrets your role model keeps. Hashtag hidden cameras. <gasps> What does this mean? I don't know. It's really putting like it is cryptic. So cryptic what that happened, we have no idea what it means. What happened that year? Nineteen ninety-eight. I don't know. We're what were they involved in? Allegedly, this is one for TikTok. I'm going to have to stalk. On yes, TikTok there'll be see. so. There are so many theories floating around on there, flying around on there. I should say it's it's like everyone is just piling on. But you know, I will reiterate: these are claims. Mm. There's a lot of hearsay. Mm. It's very cryptic. But Ashton Kutcher has kind of like a good guy rep, and it's taking. Well, a that's beating. what. Okay, so I'm going to sound like a massive cynic here, but yeah. he's um he uh, does things about like Human pedo trafficking. trafficking rings. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. So this just kind of reminds me of what happened recently with Lizzo. Mm. So I'm always suspicious of celebrities that have a big persona around promoting causes. Mm. Like, I, I don't fuck with Oprah. I think she's really sinister. <laughs> so I think, like, it can allow, like, and seeing what happened recently with Lizzo, like, mm. the person who's so big for advocating, you know, love and be kind to each mm. other, which is also what happened with Ellen DeGeneres. And yes. sometimes I think this can allow terrible people to hide in plain sight. Yeah. I also saw, like, 
really a TikTok from Abby Chatfield, mm. eight like a few days or a week ago, <laughs> where she's this is before all this broke out, and she was like, "It's weird that they would do the ap- apology video. I think someone's got something on them." Like, yeah, so she was ahead of the right? curve. She I was. definitely, like, I agree. Yeah. Abby's like in her online would. sleuth era. Yeah, yeah. She's like typing away yeah. on Reddit. Yeah, seen this out. Yeah, but I think. For someone who advocates for, you know, victims mm, of sexual mm. crimes, to make to write this letter is goes against your principles, and it's also a really stupid PR move. Yeah, I th- I believe like what you're saying that there's got to be a bigger reason why they would have. Yeah, I was really got it. on them. I yeah. also want to know who leaked it. Yeah. Because if, I don't know, was there meant to be some type of clause or something that those mm. letters never got out? Mm. That it was, but yeah, as they're explaining it, and like Ashton Kutcher's explaining it, it's like we wrote it to like reduce the sentencing. It's like, but why do you want to reduce yeah. the sentencing of a rapist? Let him write in there. Yeah. But can we say thirty years? I you never yes. see it. Yeah. Yeah. You great. never see it. Thirty it's years so to good. life. It could be more. It's a great step forward for yeah, it really women is. and victims. Yeah, really good. Cut a lot of steps back for Ashton and me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, this whole saga is very, very bizarre mm-hmm. and it'll be interesting to see if more info comes out. I wonder who is set for The Reckoning Part 3. Mm. I won't be around to find out. Please voice note me. Well, that's all we've got for you this week in entertainment. I shouldn't say this because I'm not going to be here. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, do I have to say I it now? I think you've got to say it. Oh. Do it. Me? Pass the baton. One last time. Oh. Thanks for listening and join us again next week on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Bye forever. That's a wrap on Jay. <laughs> <laughs>